Hello everybody, how are we doing? Happy Sunday, welcome back to another episode of Life's Your Bitch. I always feel like maybe I actually shouldn't say happy Sunday because maybe it's not. Maybe it's a Wednesday, maybe it's a Thursday, maybe it's a Monday. Happy Monday. Oh my god, it's also September. When Oh, not when you're listening to this. I'm currently filming this on the 3rd, but I think you're listening to this next week because... Welcome back to Life's Your Bitch, by the way. I don't know if I said that. I'm Megan Short. Nice to meet you. Um, I'm currently in Italy. Oh, gorgeous. I am actually so excited. I haven't done like... I'm going to sound like so... I'm going to sound so silly now. But I've done Milan and I've done Rome. So I feel like I've done like city Italy, although Rome is gorgeous. Um, But we're going to Florence and we're going to Tuscany and I can't wait. I feel like it's going to be like... Italy, Italy, like more like beachy. I mean, Florence isn't beach, is it? But (laughs) do you know what? I'm just excited. I feel like everybody loves Italy. Italy is like the European place of the summer. Although it's not. This year, I feel like it's Greece. But anyway, I'm so excited to go to Italy. It's actually going to be my cousin's wedding and I adore this couple. After my brother and his now wife, this is probably like my favourite couple in the world. Like they're just so lovely the the wife soon to be can you call someone your cousin-in-law probably not i'm gonna call her my bloody sister and like i love this couple so much they it's always like me me and carter and like this couple so i'm so excited to watch them get married in tuscany like it's just gonna be so beautiful So I'm currently still there. The wedding was like a few days ago. We come back tomorrow when you're listening to this, if you're listening to it on time. So I'm pre-recording, obviously. And it is a how to make life your bitch episode, which if you are unaware, is essentially like an open advice, dilemma, Q&A kind of episode. So if you want to be involved in the next one, make sure you follow me on Instagram at MeganShortXX. We also do have a podcast instagram and like i always say if you are listening to this when i say please dm me i mean it like please dm me like you're listening to this on a walk grab your phone out and dm me one second what shall i do with the podcast instagram because the gorgeous phoebe who i absolutely love and i think she's the most creative wonderful person in the world i used to pay her to do some of my posts but money is I was going to say an issue. You know, when like money is no issue. Like absolutely, like that's not the vibe anymore. And sadly I can't afford to pay Phoebe. And I'm never going to be someone to like ask creative people to like do something for less or like for experience. Um, I would never do that. I would never ask that of someone because I did a creative degree. People deserve very much to be paid for their work, um, obviously. So sadly we can't do that anymore. So what do I do with the Instagram account? I kind of like, should I make it more of like a behind the scenes, a bit more personal, almost like a private account, like more of my thoughts and more of my like daily habits and like things that I wouldn't necessarily post on my main, but still think have like value to share. Do I start posting that? Like more dumps, more... I feel like that could be fun, but let me know. Let me know what you think. So yes, follow follow me and follow the podcast on Instagram if you want to be involved in the next one. I feel like I had so much to talk to you about at the beginning of this episode and now I have just completely forgotten. Oh, while we're on the t- subject of Italy, this is going to be the first holiday that I've been on in five years because I started my channel when I was 16. So five years, let's see if that feels like more, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. I'm now 22. 
It's not been six years though. It'll be six years in March. I like did it two months before I turned 17. Um, and I have obviously vlogged every single holiday I've been on since I've had my channel. I'm pretty sure every single one. I would be more shocked to find out that there's one I apparently haven't vlogged. I've vlogged every single holiday I've been on for, yeah, the last six years. And I'm not gonna vlog this one. And it kind of makes me feel a bit crazy, but we've essentially got like three days in Florence and then we go over to do all of the wedding fun. We're having like a big dinner the night before. And then we've obviously got the wedding and then the next day is a big pool party. And then we kind of come home. So I'm obviously not gonna vlog any of their wedding because I'm not crazy. And I've just decided, fine, I won't vlog before either. I'll have a week holiday with my boyfriend, some quality time, some relaxing time for me. And I think I'm even gonna go as far to not bring my laptop because I don't really need to. Oh, <laughs> like there's nothing, there's no work for me to do. This podcast will be pre-filmed, it'll be up, it'll be ready to go. I won't have anything to edit on like the plane home because well, I'm not gonna vlog. So I'm really excited actually. Like I'm I'm quite like nervous at the thought, not nervous, but I'm like, what if it did really well? People love Italy vlogs, people wanna go to Italy. Like what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? I'm kind of, then I was like, maybe, and I was like, people don't really watch my travel vlogs. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just do a three day vlog and I'll upload it on a Monday as an extra upload. And I was like, do you know what? No, like I'm, maybe this is something I should do every year. Like one holiday a year or like a few days in a year can go away. Cause one week holiday every year that I'm not going to vlog is a bit crazy, but like, I don't know. I'm just excited. Um, so I'm super excited for that. I'm super grateful for that. Let is, let's kick off some things that I'm grateful for. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> what am I grateful for? Oh my god, guys, I am grateful because my cakes got delivered last you heard on that podcast. Oh my god, ah, we're gonna like manifest that my case has been delivered. I got my case, I got it on Friday, it's currently Sunday when I'm filming this. And for the last two days, I've just been wash, 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 washing. I did two, I've got one more whitewash, so I had two whitewashes because the first one didn't really wash very well, so I have to rewash some of the pieces. Um, a black wash, a pink wash, a yellow and orange wash, <laughs> and a blue wash. My blue wash has just come out, so I need to redo my white one. Like, I have just been wash, 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 washing, unpacking. But I'm so grateful, so grateful that it came. Oh, I'm also really grateful. I went to an Inky List event, and they gave me a full skincare routine. You had, like, a little consultation, and then they tick, like, what you think you should have. You go to the little Inky List shop, and they gave you everything on your routine. Um, and I've been doing that the last couple of days and I'm already seeing improvements and I'm just super grateful to have like 
a full skincare routine. It made me super grateful for my job. I was just like, this is crazy. I love Inky List. It was actually the first ever like complete skincare kind of routine that I had. My sister-in-law actually bought me like a whole Inky List routine for my like maybe 21st. No, my 19th birthday maybe in lockdown. Sorry, definitely not 21st. It was when we lived together, I'm pretty sure, which would have been my 19th birthday in lockdown. Cause I was saying, oh, I need some skincare, I need some skincare. And she is like skincare guru. Um, so she bought me actually some of the same bits that I've got in this routine. So it's just crazy. Like one of those full circle moments. And she was like, this this brand is quite new. It's really, it's really cool. It's quite affordable. So when you repurchase it, like it, you're not gonna break the bank. She was like, I don't wanna get you something like really expensive as a gift. And then like, you can't keep it up. So she got me like a full skincare routine from Inky List. Um, it's just crazy. Like it made me really, really grateful. Like me and Tia were walking around and be like, what is life? Like we've just been given a whole bag of like skincare routine that we would have got and like bought anyway. I don't know, it's just absolutely crazy. It made me feel super grateful. And I've really been enjoying like my little few steps skincare routine the last few days. It makes me feel like that girl. What else am I grateful for? Oh my God, I, I went to London. I think I mentioned this in the last episode actually. And I went on this dinner that um, Danny, who is the guy that like founded 16th, my management held. Oh, it was just, really great it was so great I've never really done something like that before ever just like loads of different creators or creative people like not everybody there was a creator there was two people that were kind of like one was an editor for a creator another was like a screenwriter but had like a podcast about screenwriting and it was just a really really cool and it was yeah I wish I could do something like that like once a month like loads of creative people. I love like sitting and picking people's brains. That's why I love podcasts. I love getting that like inside scoop of someone's mind and how they think and what they think about. And oh, it was just really, really great. And I really valued it. And I'm really grateful that Danny asked me to go and that I got to be part of that because yeah, it really was just so, like, I can't express it. Like such, such a good evening. And then I got to go back to a hotel that I was very kindly gifted for the night and it was the best night's sleep I've ever had and I got treated like royalty in this hotel and it was I just had a really really good time in London then I got to go and see my brother the next day for lunch because he's moving to America in like a week so it was just a really really great time but I'm so grateful that I got invited to that dinner and I got to experience that evening because it really was just so great and then one last thing that I'm really grateful for is my my really good friend Amy we were on FaceTime for three and a half hours last night just being girls, just chatting live, chatting relationships, chatting absolute waffle, absolute shit for three and a half hours. And it just made me very grateful for her and to be a girly girl and to be a woman and to have people like that in my life. And yeah, I wasn't having a great day yesterday. And I got on the phone to Amy and we just chatted shit and laughed for three and a half hours and also didn't chat some shit, actually chatted some like really serious conversations and like it was, I just really valued it and it was really wonderful. And I'm very, I'm very grateful for that phone call yesterday. So the journal prompt last week, because obviously it's an advice session, it necessarily wasn't necessarily like targeted at anything, like a topic. When do you feel most like yourself? And I had to think about this this morning because I've been pottering around waiting for my washing to finish because I tried to film this podcast about 40 minutes ago and you could hear the washing machine. So I was like, let's let the washing finish. And I think I feel most like myself 
almost, I feel most connected to myself. This is so niche and something that doesn't happen a lot. But I've been on two yoga retreats, one that I went on and one that I held or technically like was the host of, was the face of. Like I didn't hold it, Natalie did everything. I didn't like hold any yoga classes or any any workshops or anything. But I think that's when I feel most connected to myself. Like when I'm really just like take myself out of my life for a minute and I'm able to like sit down and really have some time with like my heart and my thoughts and my feelings and everything that's going on. That is definitely when I feel most like myself or most connected to myself. When I really give myself a minute or a weekend or a few days to like almost really dig deep and like really think and really think for myself when there's no outside world distractions and nobody likes what's the word like almost like leaning you to any thoughts or thinking what you should be doing and then I also feel most like myself when in those moments where you almost like this is going to sound really weird but I feel like it's the only way I can describe it it's like when you almost forget your living when you almost like you you're not thinking of anything else and it's just like you're with your friends and it's so natural and like you're just laughing I really feel like myself in those moments when I'm just laughing and I'm not thinking about how loud my laugh is or what I've just said or if I'm fitting in or if I should have got a different drink or if I shouldn't have got an extra side with my dinner as someone thinking xyz like in those moments where like that you almost forget all human worries you almost forget that you have this life going on and you're just so present and in the moment and laughing about something ridiculous I couldn't even tell you what we're laughing about or what we're talking about but like we're just having a good time isn't that funny like I feel most like myself when I almost forget myself and forget that I'm existing and you forget all of those things that you worry about yourself and all those things that you're insecure of or conscious of or thinking about and you just like be in a moment like that's so special and it's something that when I was thinking earlier like when do I feel most like myself my responses are when I'm laughing with my friends which is why I love this podcast like when I get to sit down and like actually express thoughts out loud and actually like connect dots and go deeper with that feeling and what that feeling actually means because really when do we get to do that that is what journaling is but it's so easy to just like talk it out loud but you're not going to talk out loud to yourself like that really a lot of the time which is why I just really value this podcast and why I love it and think it's also really healing for me and really wonderful for me as well as you guys it's because yeah that's what it is isn't it like you feel most like yourself when there's no judgment and there's no worries and there's no heavy feelings and you're just kind of like being in life whether that's a good day by yourself in a yoga retreat at dinner with friends having drinks with friends even just like dancing drunk with friends like all of these times where it's just like nothing else matters that's when I feel most like myself god that was really deep wasn't it another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app find a location near you at bank of talk to us what would you like the power to do mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices message and data rates may apply bank of america and a member fdsc so it is open advice i've got a lot of questions from you guys so let's let's go for it. Sorry if you just had that weird little swoop, by the way. If you have a Mac, you'll know what that was. Something just 
finally went to another file. I've been waiting all morning for it to move. So what helps you get out of bed and be more productive on a day-to-day basis? Hmm. What helps me get out of bed and be more productive on a day-to-day basis? I always like to come to these episodes with not thinking about the questions, not thinking about what I'm going to say, because that's when I think the best things kind of roll off my tongue. And that's when you get the answer that's like truthful when I actually just like say it how it is. Um, I guess I have a whole episode on creativity, inspiration and motivation. I said it was motivation that gets me out of bed because it's not inspiration. It's not because I've got ideas. It's because I've got goals, I guess. And I've got someone that I want to show up as. I've got someone in my head, like the best version of me wakes up at 7am and cleans her apartment and gets to the gym and has gorgeous porridge and gorgeous coffee and really has that moment for herself so that she can come back at nine and get ready and shower and do skincare and put a cute outfit on and go out to work for the day. And I think what gets me up out of bed is, yeah, knowing, is showing up for myself. Not even knowing that there's a best version of me I wanna be. Like, I feel rubbish if I don't show up for myself like really rubbish like my mood can change so quickly if I realize it's like 9am and I haven't woke up or 10am and I haven't woke up or 12pm and I haven't started work or it's 1pm and I haven't been to the gym yet like that really does that really has the ability to like get me down in a day so for me what gets me out of bed is knowing that like knowing myself well enough to be like that's not gonna make you feel good past a certain point no don't get me wrong it was Saturday yesterday I woke up at 10 p.m 10 p.m 10 a.m it was great I had an alarm go off at eight and I just slept because I was like I don't really need to get up right now but during the week like I do I've got things to get up for I've got things to wake up for and it's knowing myself well enough that this instant gratification in the morning of like staying in bed or whatever it might be I'm gonna get to 2 p.m and feel rubbish about myself because I've only just managed to get up and go to the gym and now I've made lunch and I mean it really does delay your day and as soon as you wake up later for me anyway like which is a bad habit I do try and turn my day around but everything is a bit slower and everything's like it takes a bit longer to get going because you're already upset with yourself so for me yeah what gets me out of bed is knowing how good showing up for myself feels yeah I feel like that's enough. I feel like that's a nice place to end that. I like this one. Number one tip for uni, something you're glad you did or something you regret doing at the start of uni. Hmm. Well, my personal top tip would be never forget that you can change course because that's something that I did. And I stuck with it for two months and I was like, maybe it'll be a faff, maybe it'll be this, maybe it'll be that. At the end of the day, yeah okay it's November it's December and you're in first year and you might have to catch up on a full module and do a lot of work in two months and maybe it's not worth it but this is three years of your life like that like rush within my first module especially because your first year doesn't count like towards your grade as long as you can pass it it's so worth it for the next few years like never forget that you can change course if something isn't right and I think, 
I was gonna say be yourself slash like don't be afraid to reinvent yourself but like I think we all go into uni like I can reinvent myself these people don't know me like I can act and do whatever I want and if I want to turn up to uni and be sober because people know me as crazy drunk at home or if I want to go to uni and actually party a bit more than I did at home if I find my people and stuff like I think whatever it is you're doing whether you're reinventing yourself or whether you're like or you're not whatever you're doing in the beginning few months of uni be true to yourself don't reinvent yourself because you think you're not good enough or you think you need to act up in a different way like be true to you there's this quote that I found on Pinterest the other day it was like wait I want to get the exact wording because the exact wording was really lovely um nope that's my painting one (laughs) um where is it the sooner you be you the sooner the people that are looking for you will find you the sooner you be you the sooner the people looking for you will find you how gorgeous is that so be true to you it's the only way you're going to find your people and the people that are really supposed to be your friends and the people that are going to like elevate your life and yeah be true to you whatever it is you're doing and also don't expect the world from freshers because I talk about this so so much but freshers is a gorgeous memory like once you're out of it freshers is stressful you're in a new city you're in a flat probably with five strangers you're away from home you're studying this course in so much depth that you've probably never really done before. Like I walked into fashion photography, everybody knew everything there was to know about a camera and I'd never picked up like a fucking DSLR, is that what it's called? So there's a lot going on and so many people talk about how great Freshers is and how how much they would love to relive Freshers and I am that person as well. But it's kind of like, I'd love to relive the naivety and the innocence and the, the like butterflies of it all. In reality, up to Christmas was actually some of the lowest points I've had. Like I was in a course that I didn't like. I was in such a big city. I mainly for me it was the course. Like I didn't like the course. There were some people on the, on that course that weren't being great to me. And yeah, it just made me feel really rubbish. Like I adore the girls in, my, in I had in my flat. Like we were we became such good friends and it's so crazy because we're all so different and we were like isn't this great that we're in a flat together because never ever would we like gravitate towards each other somewhere else just because everyone had super different interests but being in a flat together it was actually just oh I feel like I could like cry and I'm so happy thinking about it but in the moment it's not good like or not not good but it's not you don't feel what I feel and what I'm explaining now in that moment so if you are going to uni I'm not saying you're gonna have a bad time. It's gonna be great. Like I said, like in the moment, like we, I was having so much fun with the girls and there was so many butterflies and it was all so exciting. But at the end of the day, it's not like old Magaluf or like going out with your best friends from home because you are five strangers <laughs> trying to figure out who likes what music on a night out and who dances like what and who wants to go home when and who shot Sambuca and who doesn't shot and who shots tequila and who's likely to throw up when the night ends and who's likely to go home early and who's likely to make everybody stay one extra hour. Like it's so different and it's so crazy, but it's such a gorgeous memory to look back on and all I'm saying is you'll hear so many people say that like make the most of it it's going to be over before you know it and really do but also just know that the beauty of freshers I think is once you come out of it and you look back on it and you're like oh 
in the moment it's scary and it can be a bit daunting and it can be a bit sad and I think people don't talk about that part so when you do feel it you feel like you're the only one feeling it and you're absolutely not how to deal with post-breakup loneliness I'm being and being single slash on my own after four years first of all I'm really sorry but like I always say and this is controversial it's not controversial so I posted a clip of me saying this on TikTok on, on one of my podcasts and someone commented when you pick optimistic as one of your as one of your sims characters and I was like do you know what I'll take it but how exciting the person that you loved so dearly and that you thought you were gonna probably spend the rest of your life with and you thought was your person and nobody gets better than this person it turns out there is and there is better and there is someone more suited for you and you're gonna end up with them and how exciting is that like all of the love that you thought you had for this person and you did not thought all of the love you sorry did have for this person that was real and that was sincere and they weren't even the right person. Like imagine how much you and the right person are gonna love each other. Imagine how amazing the right person is gonna make you feel. Isn't that wonderful? And I think for my last breakup, that's something that I really, really like held with me. And that one day just like made me look at everything in such a different light. Like I was crying, 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 but I knew me and my ex weren't suited at all really. And then so all of a sudden I was really excited. I was like, oh my God, like I thought he made me so happy. And I thought like I would never find someone who makes me laugh like him. And But like I was wrong and he did and whatever. But like, yeah, I think it's so beautiful to be like, wow, I had this love for this person and they weren't even my person. Like, how am I going to feel next time? And that's such an exciting thought. But how to deal with the loneliness is almost kind of like the first question. It's like, remember how good it feels to show up for yourself and commit to doing that every day. Promise yourself that you're gonna do that every day because it feels so good to know that you're the one that's making you happy. Like there's really no feeling like it. The confidence glow that you get from having confidence within is just something else. Like nobody can mess with a girl or a person that shows up for themselves that gives themselves everything they need because anything else is just an extra it's a harry styles quote isn't it i think fill your own cup and let them fall in love with the overflow or something it's so true like i really want a tattoo i think that's something about like filling your own cup because it is just the thing that i think is most important in this world and slowly but surely like you'll get there again but try and remember again something else I say to everybody is like you had a life before them and you are gonna have a life after them like you lived a life without this person four years ago what did you love to do what did you do in your spare time like you've been given the gift of time like start new hobbies meet new people see your friends again see your family again maybe you take up running maybe literally as I said that two people ran past me um I think you really just need to like reconnect with yourself again and it's like what did you enjoy before this person? What do you want to try and enjoy now? What hobbies do you want to do? Like, what have you always wanted to do but haven't necessarily had time for because you've been spending time with your boyfriend and you've been doing this or you and your boyfriend have been spending money on date nights and traveling and presents. Like, what can you do with all of this time and money and everything you have now? And really try and see it as like a new era. Like, it's exciting. 
we've not been here before. It's a season premiere. It's a season finale. Like season one has just ended. Season two has started. What does your season two look like? What does your season two single girl era look like? And just romanticize it and be in the moment, but also let yourself be sad when you're sad and just remember more than anything that in situations and times like this, time is always the biggest, biggest healer. Do you need to be confident in yourself to date or does dating make you confident? Interesting. Um, I think like anything, that was a proper kiss of the tease. I think like anything, the more you do it, the more confident you'll get with it. Like a first date is always a bit daunting, but then you go on another first date with someone else and it's like, okay, I've been here before. And then you're going on a third first date, a fourth first date, and it's natural. You know full well that you can chat to a stranger and you can make conversation and that you're a good person and you feel confident because you've done this before, you've been here before. So to an extent, dating, oh yay guys, do I have a time? Oh no, just, I'm waiting for some gels so that I can go running because I really need to start testing some new gels, but I don't know when they're coming. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, yes, there's an element of like, obviously the more you do it, the more confident you're going to get within it. But I do think you need a certain level of confidence within yourself to start dating. Just so if things don't go to plan, if things go maybe a bit wrong God forbid, maybe you get stood up. You know that it has nothing to do with you. And I think that is really important when dating to have the confidence and have the self-worth and have that love for yourself that you know like anything that happens has nothing to do with you. If this date goes badly, if you don't get a date too, if they stand you up, if you go on this date, then they ghost you, like whatever bad situation might come from it. I think you need that level of confidence within yourself to know that that had nothing to do with you and nothing to do with how you looked or how you act or how you presented yourself on that day, that stupid thing you said, should I maybe not have said that, would this have a different outcome? Like, you need that level of confidence to know that anything bad that might go on had absolutely nothing to do with you. But the more and more dates you get, you'll get more confident in dating. I think dating makes you more confident in dating, but I also think you need that nice level of confidence within yourself to be able to go on different dates. So maybe it's like 50-50. But I also think if you're super confident in yourself, like you can show up to a first date and like, like you've you've done it before, just because you know you're a good person, you know you can chat, you know you look good, you know you're just here for a fun time, you know anything that happens right now has nothing to do with you. And if he calls you again, cool. And if he doesn't, fine. And I think confidence within yourself is the most important thing. But yes dating will make you more confident within dating do you ever feel single when you're long distance i have just become long distance post uni i always want to like let you guys in and also like you know respect my relationship but we have had yeah issues not issues like this in the past but it can be difficult me and my boyfriend both love routine love living our own lives I as I think you should at this age um I think you should be two people like live in separate lives that can come together and share goals and have good times and like romanticize the future 
but I don't think your lives should be so intertwined at this stage. So sometimes when you're long distance and you're not seeing each other like a few nights a week or you're not seeing each other weekly even or like just for an hour every few days or something, it can be hard to make sure that you intertwine while separate. But the thing is with distance, all it takes is a little bit of effort and really good communication. I would say we're not long distance, we're probably like medium distance. But my boyfriend's like working hours make it feel long distance because we're only an hour, but we're seeing each other like once every two weeks or something maybe. But yeah, don't feel alone in that because you definitely sometimes can feel like that. Like when you're just in your own bubble, in your own routine for like two weeks and then you see your boyfriend for like a night or two, obviously sometimes it can feel like you're more on your own than you are with them because, well, physically you are. But it's just making sure that for me like calling each other is really important like being able to hear each other's voice and not just like texting about how our day was like picking the phone up and like actually chatting to each other and making that time for each other and at the end of the day a relationship is effort like it shouldn't feel like an effort like a chore but you need to put in that time and that work and you need to make sure the other person never feels like that never feels like they're single while they're with you because at the end of the day if you do feel like you're single while you're with someone what's the point in them being there? If you're long distance and you're only going to see each other every few weeks, you don't want to just feel like you've got a boyfriend every three weeks for like a night. Like that's rubbish. What is literally the point in having a boyfriend then? You want to feel loved and supported and cared for 100% of the time. So making that effort to make each other feel like that and pick up the phone and have FaceTime date nights. We don't actually really do that, but I know some of my friends do that. And I think stuff like that is really, really lovely. And having little things around the house that remind you of them. And yeah. You're not alone in that feeling though. Like it can definitely be hard. Especially when you're both like really focused on work. Or really focused on some goals you have. Like it can be hard sometimes to always show up. When you don't get the grades that you wanted. And you feel like you failed at life. I'm guessing you've just got some A-level or GCSE results. And I just want to remind you. Okay, everybody is saying this to you, but from a graduate who is now living life, I couldn't tell you what I got for GCSEs. I couldn't even tell you what your friends, my friends got for GCSEs. I, the other day, was like, did I get an A in R in A-level or did I get a B? And then I remember me crying in the um, common room at my result because I was so happy. But for a split second there, I was like, was it an A or was it a B? can't remember. Like... Grades are, my mum always used to say to me, grades are a stepping stone. Grades are a currency for the next level. And once you're in that next level, they're irrelevant. GCSEs are to get you into sixth form, to get you into A-levels. A-levels are for get, to, to get you into UD. And once you're in that next part, it doesn't matter. Or A-levels are to get you into percent, uh, apprenticeship. Or A-levels are just to finish school so you can move on and get a job. Like, And then once you have that first job... It doesn't matter anymore. And you are going to get that first job and you are going to get into uni and you are going to get in that apprenticeship regardless of what your grades are. Like, obviously we've got goals and we've got places that might want certain things, but you're going to be just fine regardless if you didn't get the grades you want. You're going to be just fine. You're going to get into a different uni. You can take the year again. You can defer. You can look at a different path. Like, clearly whatever you wanted to do probably wasn't right for you. And the universe knew that and it is trying to redirect you. And they are a currency to get you onto the next stage. The moment you have that first job, your A-levels don't matter now. Then Your next job wants to know about your experience in your last job and how you were in that job. Like, 
everything we do is just to like progress and get on to the next level especially grades like especially GCSE and to be honest especially A level like A levels literally are just to get you to the uni that you want to go to and I honestly feel like if you don't want to go to uni or you don't want an apprenticeship that requires like maybe like a B in maths or whatever it is they're actually pretty irrelevant and I know maybe I shouldn't be saying that in case you're listening to this and you're in like year 12 like always 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 try your hardest at anything you do because I think it says a lot about you as a person I don't think that you should do anything that you are doing in life like half-heartedly like you should put your all into whatever it is going on in your life right now but that is all you can ask for yourself and that is all anybody can ask for you as long as you are trying your best don't worry about the outcome even your uni degree my tutors my tutors people used to bang on at us that it doesn't fucking matter what our grade was what matters is that we finished uni obviously we were arts so it was a bit different what mattered is that we finished with experience with contacts, with work that we love, that was first and foremost, with a portfolio of work that we loved and we believed was the best of our abilities. And they were like, if that gets you a 2-2, that gets you a 2-2. But you can walk up to your next interview with a gorgeous portfolio that you love and you are so passionate about, and you can sit and you can chat about and you can analyse, and that is what is important here, not your grade. And if my uni professors, tutors, are telling me that, do not worry. Do not worry. Everything, even your uni degree, grade, is currency to go and get a job. Like, the actual grade doesn't matter. It's just completing it to get you to the next step. So you will get there, and don't worry. And you definitely, definitely, definitely haven't failed life. There's so much more to life than academia and grades and results and exams like are you happy are you a good person do you have good people around you like redefine how you see success because grades are not it random one someone said best bikini shops taco swim h&m and weekday taco swim was quite expensive you're talking like 90 pound for a bikini but they are incredible i bought quite a few last quite a few i bought three last summer um which is quite a lot like that's a lot of money on bikinis I'm aware I think I've now got like five but they last like they are so good I bought some and then I wore them every single day I was like traveling for like four months last year as we all know and there's this one this blue one that I wore pretty much every single day for like four months and it's still brand new I wore it again in Thailand for for like three weeks like it is still brand new so it's very very worth it and they're all plain like I try and just buy plain bikinis because next summer I think the print is cringe or I think whatever it's out of fashion like I only buy like plain bikinis I've got blue green pink yellow orange uh what else do I have I have got one pattern to be fair but it's just like a yellow pink pattern it's not like flowers it's not lemons it's not something crazy that I might not like next year it's just like a cute colorful spread (laughs) um so yeah, they're really good and they last and they do, they're classic. They don't go out of fashion. Like they're just gorgeous colours. H&M are really good. Like I've got one green H&M bikini, which is the same. I wore it. That is probably the one I wore the most. That and my blue one that I was talking about. I probably alternate like every single day. And I love that. I had a weekday one that I loved, but the bottoms got a little bit ruined. But they are really great. Like they fit really, really well. They don't last like year on year on year on year, but they're really great. So yeah, they're my favourites. Okay, what time are we on? 40 minutes. Let's do this one dilemma and then I might call it a day, guys. 
asking a guy out we're friends and I get so nervous but deep down I know we would potentially be missing out on something great then I think you have to go for it I think a life full of what ifs is a sad life whenever I want to do something whether it's an opportunity or a conversation I want to have or something I want to do in work or a goal I want to set or a run that I want to miss my biggest one was always starting YouTube. I was like, I know one day I'll start a YouTube channel because I know full well it will forever be that what if. And look, like what if? Like what if that man is, what if it goes wrong? We're like, what if it's the best fucking thing that's ever happened to you? Is that not such an exciting way to look at absolutely everything? Like, oh, but like, what if I get rejected? But like, what if you don't and your dream and you get your dream job and you progress and you progress and you end up like, head of the company or whatever it is like what if it's the best fucking thing that's ever happened to you what if this relationship is the most like magical thing ever even if it's not husband but like what if it is so don't think like what if I get rejected like what if he is like thank fuck I also I'm crazy in love with you like oh that's so exciting (laughs) every time you think what if something bad's gonna happen just think what if the fucking the best thing ever the best possible outcome could happen so go for it you don't want to get a few years down the line a year down the line 20 years down the line and just think what if about anything in life especially a boy because all you're gonna do is ask him out and he's gonna go like oh I think we should be friends and boys don't really care like boys aren't is a boy isn't it yeah asking a guy out boys aren't gonna be like I don't know like weird and awkward about it and then like not talk to you and be like oh you've ruined this friendship like I feel like boys especially if you're really good friends are like pretty low-key maybe you do it in a friend setting first and be like oh like we should grab coffee sometime like I'd love to chat more about that thing that you spoke about or this thing that you've mentioned or this thing that you're working on or whatever it is just do it man like actually just do it like tell me what you've got to lose he might reject you okay okay like literally okay who cares (laughs) like that's so minor what if he's literally like deeply in love with you and it's going to be the best boyfriend you've ever had or what if you just go and you have a really good night and you have a really good date and then you both decide no we're better as friends but you tried it and you had a great date night and you got a bit drunk and you danced or you went and played mini golf or you had a gorgeous walk or a really nice picnic like what if you just have a really good day out of it and then you both decide actually no like you just got to do it. I'm really sorry. Really awful advice, but you just got to do it and think what if the best possible thing could happen happens. Anyway, it is currently, what time is it now? Quarter to 11-ish probably? Quarter to 11. I need to go and get my toes painted for said wedding. I need to go and return some parcels of loads of wedding dresses I ordered that I don't like. And I need to go and do like a 14k run, potentially 16. We're going to see. It's meant to be 16, but I also skipped three weeks of my training. So like the longest run I've done in a while was 10K about four weeks ago. So I think we're going to go for about 13K. To be honest, I'd be happy with 12. 13, no, 13. Do you know what? We're going to head out 13K because that feels way less scary. Realistically, I'm not going to get 16 in me. Haven't got 16 in me. We're going to get 13K done. Because that's like 3K more than a 10K. And I know I can run a 10K. So that's the vibes. Anyway... (laughs) I love you all a lot and I will see you next week. I haven't figured out what next week's is going to be. And I'm not going to. Stay tuned. Sorry. (laughs) Love you all loads and I will see you next week. Hopefully I have a gorgeous little Italy tan. I've had a wonderful time. I'm full of actual spritz and I can't wait to talk to you again. Mm.
Bye.